Hey there. Welcome to The Review, the Instagram Live podcast where Kendama news and culture is shared over the warmth of coffee. My name is Adam, but my followers know me as Cafe Kendama on Instagram. In the past five years of playing Kendama, I've met quite a few amazing individuals, and I'm excited to introduce you to some of them. In this show, you'll hear their stories, the behind the scenes of Kendama companies, and what goes on in the minds of some of the world's best Kendama players, because Kendama is more than just a ball in a cup. So, make sure your cup is full, and let's dive into this week's review. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Brewview, episode four. For those of you that are tuning in on IGTV, uh, welcome here. And for those that are going to be joining in for the live experience, uh, we're about to get ready. Just finishing up boiling my water. I got my coffee ready to go. I did a lot of prep this time, so that way we could dive right into the convo because I know so many of you guys are waiting to hear from Chad uh, this morning. So my water is almost done. It is done. I'm going to head right over here. And so we're going to finish making my air press this morning and then Chad's going to join us in about five minutes and we're going to get going on Brewview episode four, how to one up your game and become a pro sponsored player. Uh, if you're wondering what I'm brewing today, this is monogram coffee again, like last week, but this one's actually a reserve blend. Uh, this is a Costa Rican, like the sole one that I did in my first episode. Uh, but this one's actually a Kenyan coffee, like a Kenyan strand of coffee that was uh, grown in Co Costa Rica or Costa Rica. So I'm super excited to try it out. It was like 16 bucks at my local store. So I'm pretty excited about it. That's a pretty good deal for a reserve blend. So I'm going to finish this up right here. I'm doing the same recipe that I did last week. This is Vendelin Van. Uh, what is her name even? She won the World AeroPress Championship last year. Uh, her name is Vendelin Van Boonik and she's from the Netherlands and it was such a good recipe. So I'm super excited to finish that up here. And then we'll get going on the, on the brew view right away here. I'll give you guys a little heads up as to what today is going to look like. Uh, but let me say, I'm super, super excited for this. And I'm super excited to have Chad on here. And I'm super excited all of you guys are tuning in already. And so many more will tune in when Chad's in. Um, if you do have questions for Chad that you want answered during this interview, during this brew view, uh, put them in the Q&A section and we'll get to them a couple times throughout the episode today. So make sure you put those in and welcome to the live experience. But I'm going to finish brewing up here. The recipe is 30 grams of coffee, ground at about a 7 out of 10 consistency, so fairly coarse-ish. Uh, and I'm going to put in 100 grams of water for 10 seconds, and then I'm going to stir rapidly about 20 times over those 10 seconds. And then I'm going to put the cap on and press out the air, and then we're going to flip it over in about 40 seconds, and then we're going to have our cup of coffee, and we're going to be Gucci. So here we go. i got to get my scale ready. For those of you that are tuning in, what are you drinking this morning? Do you guys have your cup of coffee? You tuning in? Going right for 40 or 100 grams, sorry. We're at 70, 80, 90, and 100. Put my kettle down over here. I got my trusty AeroPress stir sticks. We're gonna go 20 times quickly here. I have no idea what I'm at, but I think like eight or nine, 10, 11, 12. Huck that back there. Oh, you know what? I forgot to rinse my cap. I feel like I always forget one thing when I'm making coffee. McDonald's iced caramel. 
Kendama Mamba's got the Tims. I'm gonna press out the extra air out of here. I see Chad just put in the request to join in live. I'll let you in in just a second, Chad. There we go. I can just see it peeking out the top. We got about 10 more seconds. I'm gonna flip this puppy over. For those of you that are new to the preview, this is my episode series on Instagram Live or IGTV where we share Kendama news and culture over the warmth of coffee. Uh, typically, every weekend on Saturday, I invite a guest on to chat about something that's happening in the Kendama world. So, welcome here. I got Chad joining us live, and I'm going to get him in here right now. And we got already some things happening in the chat. What is Tim Hortons? Gino, Gino, welcome to Canada. Tim Hortons is like the Canadian oh, coffee yeah. place that everybody either loves or hates. Chad, welcome here. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> How's it going? Dude, it's going so well. How are you? Doing well. I actually, uh, I see, so you've got a, a blend that includes Costa Rica. I have the the single origin Costa Rica for Magic Beans, so. Oh, yo, I still have some of those left from when I did uh, did my episode, the first one. They're right here. It's been, this has been one of my favorite coffees so far, the Costa Rica. It's good. Um, yeah, it's really good. Uh, right behind that right now for me is the uh, Soul Rocket blend. And then okay. the soul, the soul blend, which at one point was number one. I think it's kind of like you know how you get on a certain food or a certain pizza for a while, and you just stay on that for yeah. a bit. So right now, the Costa Rica is my that's my my favorite, my go-to. You know, I I really like Costa Ricans. Um, I'm typically like an African coffee fan. I really like Kenyan coffee because it's like fruity and floral. And I yeah. love the acidity, whereas like the the typical like Costa Ricans and the ones from South America are a little bit more like nuttier or earthier. Yeah, I'm really excited to try this one that I got here because it's it's a Kenyan strand of bean that was grown in Costa Rica. So I honestly have no idea what it's going to taste like. That is interesting. It's crazy how different um, regions produce such different taste profiles in coffee. Mm -hmm. oh, I mean, totally. it, it's it, it goes into the, the soil, the um, elevation that has grown. Uh, how close or far it is from the equator like there's so many things that go into it it's, it's the wild. elevation what else is grown near there's so much that goes into coffee uh, it's pretty crazy yeah similar to wine right keegan yeah wine and coffee are like even even if you get into like uh like craft brewery of like beers and stuff it's like a really similar sort of mentality and like where you know where the hops were grown and and those sorts of things like it's, it's pretty comparable so i feel like a lot of people that are into craft coffee are also into craft brewery yeah, and you know it's crazy too because there's all 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 that it takes to grow these beans, and then typically shipped to whatever country as a, a green bean, and then roasted. And once yeah. it's roasted, you have anywhere from you know light to dark, however long. It's just the amount of time it roasts for, yeah, exactly. for people who may may not know. Um, so a dark roast is literally just in the roaster longer. But yeah. imagine all of that happening and uh even the roasting and then it gets to you and you grind it and then maybe you just like put too much water or too little or uh for people that add sugar or cream it's like to ruin that last <laughs> bit of this long process yeah. is so crazy and i i've done it before i'm guilty of, of messing yeah. up a good cup of coffee but <laughs> well you know what i think that i think that's how all of us start i remember like the first time i started drinking coffee I'm pretty sure it was like really crappy church coffee that I like yeah. put in like French vanilla creamer into and just like dumped sugar in that puppy. And I was like, you know what? Now it just tastes like sugar and I'm fine with it. And then slowly you wean yourself off of that and you're like onto the real good stuff. 
I, uh, man, I, I definitely started with a uh, Folgers-esque or, you know, one of those mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. out of a tin can. And uh, I could never get, like, it tasted bad off the rip, but I could never get it to taste good with sugar or creamer. So I just left it out. I was like, why add it if it doesn't make it better? It just changed the, it, t- it changed the taste a bit. But like, mm-hmm. uh, so I just kind of off the rip, just black coffee and then, I started working for the coffee shop. We, we'll get into it later, but uh, once I started working for a coffee shop and had actually good coffee prepared the right mm-hmm. way, I was like, ah, oh, I, I understand. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, dude, thank you so much for being here. Uh, for those of you that are just tuning in, we got about 11 viewers in right now. Uh, this is the review. This is episode four with Chad Covington. Uh, we're going to be diving into two main things today. Uh, one, how did Soul get started from, you know, the beginning of its origins to today, which is like a pretty crazy journey that you've been yeah. on uh, with your brother. And then uh, later on in the episode, kind of in the second half, we're going to dive into something that I think a lot of people in the Kanama community are, are just don't know. It was like, what does it actually take to go pro? What does it take to become a professional player or a sponsored player? What types of sponsored players are there? And really kind of like unmask that system and, and kind of open that up so people kind of know you know, do they have it in them to go pro? If not, what do they need to have to go pro? So we're going to ask a couple of those questions a little further in. But honestly, I think some people probably just want to get to know you a little bit first. Chad. Yeah, absolutely. So I also want to know how, who introduced you to Kendama or how did you actually get into Kendama for the very first time? <laughs> so this year actually marks 10 years of playing Kendama for me. Uh, okay. It was, I don't have an exact date and I'm sure I can figure it out. I've like, <laughs> I've dug through emails uh, trying to find that first order. But uh, so my, uh, I can actually trace it all the way back to Japan, which is really, mm-hmm. really cool. Uh, my high school, there was, I was on, uh, I played soccer all four years of high school. Yeah. And uh, my freshman year, there was a senior who, uh, who had a kendama one day. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, what is that? And he was just showing everyone's just like drawn to it. Uh, And he was also like one of the all-star players. Like he was top scorer on the team. And so like when you get someone like that who introduces Mm -hmm. something completely new, everyone of course is like drawn to it because who he is and also what it is. So Mm -hmm. um, everyone on the soccer team ended up getting a Kendama and then it spread throughout the school. A lot of my friends, a lot of my friends had it before me. I think I was a little bit later on the like the school because it was a trend in my school. Mm-hmm. Um, but this guy, his name was Tyler Marshall and his cousin is Jake Weems. Oh, no so, way. Yeah. So you yeah. had that connection from the very beginning. Yeah. Which is crazy. So, <laughs> uh, Jake Weems is actually, uh, his family's from Hendersonville, Tennessee, okay. which is like 45 minutes an hour from here where I live. You're Kentucky, uh, right? I'm in Kentucky. I'm right. I mean, I could literally walk to Tennessee right now. It's oh, uh, no way. The, the border. Yeah. So, uh, that's actually battle at the border comes from, uh, me living on the, the border. And also I hosted the event in both States. Uh, oh. it, like it was each year it, it had fluctuated. Yeah, now yeah. it's in Nashville. It's kind of settled, which is uh, the bigger city near where I live. Yeah. For, uh, for those of you that don't know Chad very well, uh, he owns Soul Kanamas with his brother, a co-founder, and, and he runs this crazy event on the border, like battle at the border, which is this crazy <laughs> Kanama event down South. Uh, and if you don't know much about it, you should go look at some YouTube videos on what BATB looks like. It's a lot of fun. And I'm really hoping to come down this year uh, in Nashville. That's, that's the hope, assuming everything COVID related kind of dissipates and goes away. But it's, anyways, it's hard to make solid plans, but we all, I think we're all very eager to get together and hang uh, out and have an event and everything. Yeah. Uh, okay. So uh, 
Yeah, Tyler introduced that to me. His his cousin, Jake Weens, was from this area, but moved out to California. I think him and Matt Rice met in, uh, I believe this is accurate. It might be a little off, but uh, I think they met at the Art Institute in um, San Francisco. I think they were going to school together, uh, and that's how they met. And so mm -hmm. Rice discovered uh, the owner of Deal With It and a co-owner of Grain Theory, for mm -hmm. people who may not know. Matt Rice mm -hmm. uh, found kendama in a rollerblading video or a magazine and he was like how do i get one of these and so he he just bulk ordered some from japan and would give them to friends and like sell them in the u.s and so uh that's kind of like through him he gifted to to jake weens and then mm -hmm. jake gifted to his cousin and then his cousin taught to me and a lot of my friends who started in this area Mm -hmm. um, so that's kind of cool. I can kind of trace how Kendama came from Japan into my hands, at least. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. But I, I owe every bit of that to Tyler and Jake. Uh, and imagine, you know, had Jake not given one to his cousin for Christmas that, that year. You or would if, never have touched it. Yeah. And, you know, everyone at first, maybe uh, some people are a little hesitant or like, you know, like, oh, like Kendama, cool, set it down. Don't try it. But like Jake kept at it. And uh, so I'm, I'm very thankful for that. And also, you know, like just starting out my inspiration, uh, who was I looking at? It was like, well, it was Tyler, my friends at school, and then Jake mm -hmm. Weens. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's funny seeing like how Jake started the Konami company. And like, he was always, he had the Kin Garden, which was his blog. Mm -hmm that he posted everything Kendama. He would repost videos. And this was before Instagram and like yeah, yeah. all of that. Um, and before FKC was even a thing. And so uh, I watched him and I was like, oh, this is what you do. And so I was started hosting events. I started uh, <laughs> buying Kendamas in bulk and selling them, getting other people interested. And mm -hmm. so that was kind of like my inspiration. And so I, I think I've kind of... I, I'm in the place I am now just because like I was watching from Jake and like learning like, oh, that's, that's just the way it's done. You know, I didn't know <laughs> any different. <laughs> yeah. Totally, exactly, right? Uh, that's so that's awesome. kind of like how I got into Kanama. And uh, yeah, it's a 10 year, 10 year journey. My first Kanama was a, a blue TK16 master yeah, Kanama. Okay, I was going to ask, I was going to yeah. ask what your first Kanama was. Uh, that's awesome. The TK16s are sick. I've never actually had one. The The most classic Kendama I've ever played or owned is like a Green Ozora. Uh, oh, and, cool. That's cool. Which is like, you know, it's pretty OG, pretty, pretty legit, but not like TK16, not Mugen, not, none of that. <laughs> like, I'm still hoping to cop a Mugen at some point from somebody oh, on like yeah. FKC or the new Dama fam on Facebook or something, you know, someone selling it. I'll try yeah, and I've, I've owned a Mugen at one point, but it, I, I never paid that like I think they went out of production in 2008. Yeah. So I was like, I was two years late to that. Uh, I was, however, in time for all the OG Azoro, which is like the ones that had like small contents of lead paint in them. So they uh, were no longer produced. But uh, mm -hmm. I did own a couple of those Azoras. I ended up having uh, Mugen. I don't have like the OG Mugen now. Mm -hmm. I do have a Mugen Maso, but um, mm -hmm. yeah, that was like the early, early Kanama days. And so... Uh, yeah, it's the journey from there though. I, I went on, um, three years later, I, I started entering contests at the time, uh, Kanama brands, the one, the major ones that existed at the time were like Kanama USA, Sweets, Kanamico. And right. I think Glocan, Glocan had just started. Um, and that's kind of when Japan, USA and Kanama World Cup started to form around that time. Mm -hmm. Uh, but in 2013, they started spot. They had sponsorship contests. Nowadays, you don't really see that because 
they're established. Mm -hmm. uh, the whole point of a contest was to discover somebody who was undiscovered. Yeah, right. Uh, exactly. It's easy through Instagram. Now you see, you know, through hashtag Kendama, but like you could have a really good Kendama player back in 2012, 13, and just not even know who they were because uh, there were only a handful of events. And uh, so uh, companies hosted sponsorship contests. I entered the Konami USA one, and uh, that was actually the year Alex Smith got sponsored. Mm -hmm. um, and so I didn't make the cut on that one. I was, I was 16 at the time as well. So I was a little young and um, hadn't really met anyone at that point in the community. I did later that year at DamaFest 2013. But uh, mm -hmm. from there, uh, I was going to enter the sweets contest. And I think I had like a day or two left to film. I just didn't have it. I did not prepare for it. Uh, I, maybe I was probably like, I, I prepared really hard for that Konami USA one. So when the sweets one came around, it was like, and at the time, you know, Konami USA was just like levels beyond every other company. Like yeah, they nobody, were so far no, but because they were the first. I mean, they, the brand Kendama USA, it's just like bring the Japanese toy to America, you know? <laughs> uh, so the sweets contest came around, and the day I went to go out and film, it was so windy. I couldn't land anything. And so I just didn't enter the contest because it was windy that day. That's too bad. But you know what? Probably if not for that, you wouldn't have probably started Seoul had you made the team or something like that. It's so wild. You know, there's so many different scenarios that could have happened, right? But like totally. uh, that same year, Kendamico had their contest. So it was three contests in 2013 for, uh, it was Konami Say Suites and then Kendamico. Mm -hmm. And I entered the Kendamico contest Mm -hmm. I filmed like four new tricks and then I had a bunch of older clips that were going to go into some, some kind of edit I was planning. I didn't really, I just, I was filming and stacking. Mm -hmm. um, again, Instagram didn't have videos at this point. So uh, just YouTube. I, you, yeah. So I was just saving for edits. Right. Um, and Kanama is deeply rooted. That's why Kanama edits are such a big deal on YouTube because it's mm -hmm. just how things were early on. Um, mm -hmm. So I entered the Kanamico contest and got sponsored. They right, were right, sponsoring right. for two teams, the pro team and the Zen team. And so I got along the Zen team. Uh, there was like, I think about 10 people got sponsored from that contest. So it was a pretty, pretty big pool. Whereas the Kusa one was like six people mm -hmm. or, or maybe like five. It was a pro spot and then the tribute team. Mm -hmm. And that's like when Haley Bischoff got, got sponsored and TJ Kalsnick, uh, Dave Mateo, Jake Weens. Uh, Alex Smith and Keith Matsumura. So that was the that was the Kusa squad that got sponsored. I was like, I was in the mix of that sponsorship contest, which yeah. is crazy looking back. It's crazy. Those are some legends, like classic OG legends, and you're right in there with them. Yeah, it's funny. It's just weird because like had somebody uh, or like had I gotten through the the course of Kendama would change <laughs> drastically. Uh, totally. Had had any of those companies uh, sponsored. Totally. Um, Let's see, Kanama Mama, would Seoul ever sell Tamas the way they sell Kins? Um, no, because Kins get chipped and break a lot quicker. Therefore, they need those replacements come through. So mm -hmm. Tamas, Tamas, Tamas last a little bit longer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, let's talk Seoul. We got about an hour yeah. here before Instagram kicks us off. And for those of you that are just joining in, if you have questions, we have some time kind of in between some of the talks that we're going to be having here. Uh, put them in the Q&A, that way Chad and I can see them and I'll make sure that they get asked uh, either partway through or near the end. Um, but let's dive into it. Like, Chad, 
I want to yeah. know how Soul started. So you kind of built up a lot of the foundation to where, you know, It's you good because this is the transition right yeah, here. Yeah, this is yeah. the transition right here. So, so talk to me, how did Soul start? So that Canomico sponsorship, I was on the team for about two years. And uh, it was about a year in, so 2014, um, I was doing a lot of promotion for them, making videos, wearing their shirts, and like slapping their stickers everywhere. And uh, I, my brother, who went to college with me, we went to the same university and uh, shared uh, an apartment for four years. And he said to me, he, he had just switched his major from computer science to business marketing. And okay. he, so his mind obviously thinking more of that business, uh, he sees me, he's like, hey man, you're doing all this promotion for someone else's brand. Why, why don't we start our own and mm -hmm. just see what we can do? I'm like, I don't, I don't know how to, how do I make kanamas? Like, where do I even begin? He's like, let's figure it out. And so he kind of challenged me. He saw the work that I was doing for uh, Konamico and he was like, he's like, we could just do that for our own brand. And I was like, okay, okay mm -hmm. I'm all for that. It sounds cool. And so we would discuss, we'd just sit down for hours and just back and forth, um, mm -hmm. coming up with names and um, talking about like logos and branding and just like what kind of products can we bring unique to the community and what can we add value basically. Mm -hmm. uh, and so early on, we came up with the name Soul, but we, we were yeah. like, okay, let's just keep, you know, let's keep going. What, Both of us yeah, what was learned the a little bit of, behind that. Someone was asking yeah. before, beforehand, Soul, why the name Soul? Yeah, so, um, so we both speak a little bit of Spanish from what we learned in school. Um, I think early on where that name came from was I had this idea of like, let's take a Japanese word and then use the English pronunciation for like the company name okay. or just like I was messing around with like different languages and like mm -hmm. changing the name. We, we thought soul was cool. It's simple. It's sweet. Um, and then the sun, obviously this natural feel to it that would go along with our product line. So, um, mm -hmm. it, it all kind of came together at the same time while we're, you know, shooting all these ideas. Uh, when I was on Konamico, I suggested to one of the owners, I was like, Hey, we should make full natty Konamas, like, like walnut, ash, cherry, like nobody's doing that. And they're like, they one of the owners basically just kind of like like shrugged me off and laughed like oh who would pay for a kanama without paint and mm -hmm. he literally said that i was like i was like oh man all right and then whatever just went on because so paint became on, a big deal right because originally like you look back at some of the, the first kanamas the old ones it's like they were slick as ever right you, you couldn't land a lighthouse <laughs> yeah. unless you're unless your bonds is tron and <laughs> and now it's like kanamas without paint are like something classic now it's it's like they're a timepiece so it's actually kind of sick yeah at this point in Kendama history, this 2013-14 period, there were no manufactured sticky Kendamas. They didn't exist. It was mm -hmm. glossy or natty. Uh, and then uh, Kendama USA came out with their rubber paint, which mm -hmm. finally was the first time there was a little bit of grip on a manufactured Kendama. Mm -hmm. uh, aside from that, Sour Mash was painting Kendamas. Right, it, right. like, it was like Createx, I think, it, with this airbrush gun. And that was insanely sticky. Like You could like push the tama into the cup and then hold it and the tama would just hang there. Mm -hmm. uh, and then um, Gurr was also painting stuff, but it wasn't sticky. It was like just this like glossy kind of paint. Um, mm -hmm. 
And so uh, the idea, uh, Canon USA had these Cherry Pro models. Um, and so people, I saw Alex Smith and then Luke Evans, the owner of Grip Kendama. That's another conversation for another day, Grip Kendama. But okay. uh, they both put these Cherry Konami USA Pro model Tamas on a lathe and then shaved the paint off. And it just had this beautiful full Cherry Kendama. And I was like, that's amazing. Everyone in the comments, they, they would post a picture. Everyone in the comments would be like, I want to buy one of these. Can you, like, can I send you my Tama? You shave it off for me. Like, so, so this was around the same time, you know, I was asking the Kendamica owners, can we make full Natty Kendamas? People want it. Yeah, it yeah. hadn't been done yet. The only people, you could get Natties from like, TK16 had a full Birch Natty. Mm -hmm. Azora had a Cherry Tama Beach Kin. And then Homegrown by Sweets had Maple. And there was right. no there was no other natties available. That was it. Right. I think Sunrise Kanana had a full walnut. Mm -hmm. um, so that was it. That's that was the only option. So I was like, I wanted to do cherry, beech, maple, um, and, and so we came came to the conclusion. Soul Kanama has this natural feel. We had a natural product line, and um, the branding. We came up with the logo. And this really solidified it for us. So it's the sun, and then you have the tomahole at the bottom. So right. you can derive the name from the logo, Soul Kendamas. Right. Beautiful, simple logo. Yeah, yeah. Simple it's not name. overcomplicated. You know what it is when you Natural. see it, especially if you're a Kendama player, right? You yeah. like see the Tama right away, and you're like, oh, there's a Kendama, right? Yeah, and so that, that kind of all came together at the same time as just a, a very beautiful uh, alignment, right? And so from there, yeah, the first product line that we dropped, it was uh, full beach natty, full cherry natty. We had uh, condensed bamboo, which we don't make anymore. I might bring it back for okay. you know, just for fun sometime. Just, so we had, just it, it, was, uh, it was beach cherry, that compressed bamboo. And then I'm blanking on the, the fourth one. Um, why am I having trouble with that? <laughs> It wasn't ash or walnut. Hmm. I just posted the picture the other day, so. That's okay. We can we can come back to it. Yeah. Um, why, why don't I just like toss out two questions quick from the chat, and then and then we'll, we'll carry on on that. Just because I don't want to okay. lose them. For those of you that are asking questions, try and put them in the Q and A, because then I can actually find them easier. They get in the chat. They just get lost deep in there. Um, yeah, Wyatt bottom Bray, line, there should be a questions. Yeah, tab. the little question box. Wyatt yeah. Bray asks, "Who's your favorite player?" <laughs> I was thinking about this this morning because like, for some reason, like, this is going to come up. I was thinking about who inspired me okay. uh, back in the day and who inspires me nowadays as far as play style. I'm not going to say one name because that's insanely difficult. Oh, totally. OG inspiration, Daniel Robinson, Alex Smith, and um, – oh, why am I blanking? Man, hold on. Okay, so D-Rob – Alex Smith and uh, Jay Queens. So those are my three OG. Okay. Current day, Kanama players that inspire me, Alex Mitchell, Liam Router, Wyatt Bray, D. Westy, and Damon Kirchmeyer. Those are my, that's my, my five, yeah, the, yeah. the five players that inspire me the most. Okay. Play style, sure. filming, everything, yeah. Dude, awesome. Uh, one more question from the chat here real quick. Uh, Spiffy Toys asked a uh, new question here. How important is the weight balance between Ken and Tama? That's a good question. I think if you're a seasoned player, you uh, really prefer to jam Kendamas within 
five grams difference, Tama mm-hmm. and Ken. Some people have a, a few different preferences. I really like like a two gram Tama heavy. Um, Alex Mitchell actually prefers like two to five gram Ken heavy, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I think a, a well-balanced Kendama will help you do a lot of tricks. Like spacewalks are just going to be a lot more mm-hmm. fluid. Um, any string tricks or anything where like the Tom and the Ken are both in there at the mm-hmm. same time. You'll definitely be able to tell versus, you know, having like a really heavy Tama versus like very light Ken. Um, most, I feel mm-hmm. like most companies, if you like leave a request, they'll do their best to meet that demand. If it's not like a huge product drop or like Black Friday, which it, it could become very difficult, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I, I think, you know, if you want a weight match setup, you could probably get that. Cool, cool. Well, we got some more questions. Um, we'll come back to those. Let's let's kind of wrap up the the soul piece here. Yeah. Um, I wanna I wanna know kind of current day soul. There's been like a huge amount of development between like when soul started into where it is now, where you have a number of sponsored players. You've gone through how many different generations of shapes from like the yeah. soul shape <laughs> had the old like flow cups that had the different the different style woods, and now you're on this new shape, the one up shape, which is kind of like taking taking everybody by storm. Like this is a pretty competitive shape that is winning competitions that just everybody wants to have it seems um talk to me a little bit about that part of the development process of kendama shape yeah so i'll, I'll kind of start um you know again transitioning from the beginning um we started out full natty and that was our focus just because it didn't exist like there just wasn't anyone else who, who was doing that um we eventually did the walnut stripe which was like that was the first kendama we made where everyone was like wow this is crazy because sweets sweets was doing it homegrown but it was like 65 or 70 dollars we were selling ours for like 36 so it was the first like manufactured streamlined uh full natty uh striped kanama basically Mm -hmm. uh we did a survey and we asked do you prefer painted or natty and it was 50 50 and then shelton my my business partner's like dude we're selling to half of basically half of the interest of our consumers like oh my gosh what are we doing so we made painted kendamas and uh so uh, this whole point so far it was like the first um first two years we used a a kendama shape that was like a factory standard shape this was something that other brands had access to Mm -hmm. um and we asked our team we're like hey we want your input. What can we do to improve? What do you like? What do you not like? They were like, we need our own shape. We got that from multiple of mm-hmm. our players. And so we're like, okay, yeah, let's, let's do that. Um, okay, we'll work on a shape. So we got Kevin and Lyndon and myself. We went to Chattanooga to RWB, mm-hmm. which, you know, they're one of the, one of the first uh, full American manufacturing okay. companies for Kendama. We worked with them for eight hours and created the soul shape. Mm-hmm. um so that was that was well, and, and we actually did the flows in 2015 but that was a i'll kind of jump back that way we you know timeline stay there the flows were full natty they weren't painted but we did a five percent increase of that factory standard shape and then made a couple of tweaks you know a bigger bevel um but it was a five percent increase size we were one of the first kanama brands to kind of seek a larger size versus the, like bigger. old yeah, that old traditional style. Mm-hmm. Um, Tara had the little bit bigger, which is like yeah. something like 12 or 14% larger. It's mm-hmm. significantly bigger, but it was smaller than a jumbo. 
Right. Uh, it was the middle that. ground between the two. I remember getting my first LBB and like, that was like yeah. pretty early on as a natty and I was like learning lighthouse splits on it. Like oh, that yeah. was like a couple months into Kendall and I was like, oh man, it's sick to land a lighthouse on a natty. But it's like, it's bigger. So the size easy. increase, yeah, the size increase really did help learn, uh, help with learning new tricks and stuff. Um, mm -hmm. The Mugen Mousseau, so old Mugen was gone. Mugen Mousseau kind of starts in this 2013, 2014 era. And uh, they were like, one percent bigger and mm -hmm. so the soul the the soul flow was five percent bigger mm -hmm. it was full natty though and so like we we kind of invested a lot into this idea the larger size the laminations and so we had that uh going from like 2015 uh in 2016 17 when we did the soul shape with with Lennon and kevin mm -hmm. and uh we had so it was the, the factory standard the flow soul shape and then in 2019 uh, leading up to Liam Router's pro model, uh, his release, we came up with the one-up shape. And so this was just us recognizing a few flaws that the soul shape had and working to improve those. And also, you know, just taking, taking an idea of like what's happening around us, looking like, okay, what kind of changes do we need to make, adaptations, and just making those. And so the one up was literally just us one upping soul shape, yeah. creating a better product. And so that happened, you know, just last year. And, and you guys now, now we're kind of, right. And it barely fits into the, the box. Cause I remember, so like this, this is my first <laughs> one up shape that I got. I bought this at NACO and I competed with yeah. it uh, at NACO. So oh, I still got so my sticker sick. on there, but I remember taking it to the box and I had to like <laughs> literally like push the cups in to get it to fit. And it was it was so funny, right? And they're like, Yeah, it's good, it's fine. <laughs> I was like, All right, if you say so. And I was like, Man, this thing's honed. I I played with this fresh, Thank like you. at Nako. And awesome. played that all the way through all my matches and, and almost went into top twelve with it. And I was like, This shape's nuts. And I was Thank like you. So dude, they're they're awesome. <laughs> Thank you. And yeah, the one ups, the one ups taking uh, full replacement right now is our shape, and and it's mm -hmm. what we're using now for uh, for the you know indefinite future. We'll we'll probably end up making another uh, shape down the road, um, mm -hmm. but yeah, it's it's everyone on the team is really happy with it. It was kind of again just like uh, a mutual. Mm -hmm a mutual agree agreement we all had. We like, we need to work on this, change this. We, we did a sample batch, everyone gave their input. And so we, we really took, took the team's advice on that and they, mm -hmm. they helped create that. So mm -hmm. that was really big. Let's talk about the team a bit. Yeah, let's we've talked let's, about the product. Yeah, let's talk team in just a sec. Let me fire a couple, a couple okay, quick cool. questions at you. Uh, fast, yeah. fast answers. Uh, will there be a Chad mod? This is from Clout Dama. Eventually. Okay, eventually. <laughs> Claude Donald wants wants the Chad mod. Um, Wyatt Bray's been asking a couple questions. Chad's he's probably also asking about the Chad mod. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, he's asking Chad's favorite edit. He wants to know. Oh, Wyatt Bray uh, okay. has questions. Off the top of the dome. Um, recently, Dwesty's Chrom announcement edit just like <laughs> jaw dropped. Um, but the G, I will say the GT edits. Um, so like. The summer tour and uh, mm -hmm. like their uh, oh, what did they they went to like France and so their their GT edits recently have been really good but that Dwesty edit was insane like Dude, fresh in my so, mind so good so many tricks where I'm just like bro this is so good yeah Kendama uh, Mama asks how long does it take for a pro model to be designed very long time I would say from how long did Alex Mitchell's take 
So Alex Mitchell's, we started the design process. I can, maybe I could actually get like an, like an actual uh, time like by looking at the folder. Off the dome, off the dome, I would say almost like eight months. Um, well, okay, so that, that was a long work in progress then. So that was like yeah. pre-NACO, because uh, you, he got announced at, uh, at Battle at the Border, right? Yeah, and, or no, well, we announced uh, Alex, yeah, yeah, with the pro model. We announced him as pro and with the pro model at Battle at the Border 2020. Right. Yeah, and this so, year, right? Yeah, this yeah. year. Um, it was when he got second place at MKO in 2018, where I was like, okay, we're making him pro. Right, uh, right. And so then it, it became a conversation of like, uh, when do I officially like ask him? And then how do we start the pro model design right. process? So I, let me let me get a quick, uh, okay, pro models. I can see like when, um, when the... All right. While while you're looking while you're looking that yeah. up, uh, another fast one. Um, we got a question from Kay Trandama. Short hair or long hair? I think I think we know the answer. Long hair for now, yeah. <laughs> long hair for now. And long hair for now. This this is a loaded question, but but inward lunar asks, Justy mod question mark. Oh well, we we just added him at NAKO, so he's only been on the team now yeah. since uh, October, November, December, January. Uh, okay, about a little bit of time eight time. nine months. And yeah, we'll, we'll we'll save some of these questions for the end. Uh, some of them are related to the pro category of questions, so I'll, I'll keep some of those. But I'll give. One I will more say, time. I will say, Justy's on a very beautiful track, dude. Uh, he all... <laughs> is on fire. Not to discount, you know, the amount of time he's been on the team, but he, he's on a very beautiful track. Yeah. All right, last two questions, I, and then we'll also uh, let me just say, okay, yeah. uh, September two thousand nineteen is the earliest file I have for Alex's mod. So okay, so uh, that took quite a while, like yeah October yeah. November December January, four, well, that, about five months four or five months oh that's kind of quick actually what well yeah five months from from physical design but okay. a little over a year for conversation yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay uh last cool. two questions and then we'll jump into the pro conversation um what is your favorite gama again from Wyatt Bray asking mm. asking the hard questions like you're you're asking this question to a guy who's been playing for 10 years who has designed generations of kendamas to ask him like, <laughs> dude, uh, what's your favorite of the like 5,000 kendamas? I'm gonna, so I'm gonna, I gotta give Wyatt a, a breakdown cause he's gonna want a breakdown. He doesn't, he doesn't want to know what I'm playing right now. Yeah. He wants to know like, so back in the day, Sky Blue OG Azora. And then uh, for a while it was the Aqua Zen, which was a very beautiful stage. Then on to the Ash Cups flow. Mm -hmm. uh after that it was for for a while the kd mod uh now it's the linden mod that has been consistently been my favorite of the past like year and a half so all right yeah. and then last question and then let's jump into this pro conversation on what it takes to go <laughs> and we'll talk your team a little bit here um but who makes the best coffee this i'm just gonna i'm gonna say moomoo Moo coffee okay dude I and it's it's the nostalgia around being in japan yeah it's, he weighs every single shot out before he he uh, pulls the espresso shot. So it's like very dialed. The atmosphere. There's kendamas hanging from the roof. Dude, I yeah. I want to go to Japan so bad. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna sneak into your your crew somehow, and I'm coming out to Japan with you guys in a year or Let's two. Let's do it. And I'm coming to Mumu. I'm I'm. Let's stoked. do it. 
We'll make it. Yeah, <laughs> why why it's happy with the Aquazen? It looks like Aquazen. Yeah, I'm glad I didn't go full soul on that list. Right, right, right. <laughs> I, I gave a little bit of room. A little bit. Of I'll room. say I'll I'll give a maybe maybe I can give like one more uh, non soul dama recently. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Legend Mod from Frasier because that's mm. one of the more cushion cleared. That's been one of my my recent. Yeah, yeah it's, it's and, nice, and one of nice the most dama. iconic kendamas of the like the past two current, or three years. Yeah, current day iconic kendamas. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Fire. L let's dive in. This is this is the meat of the conversation. A lot of these guys are tuning in to hear about. Um, but before we dive into like what it takes for them to go pro, talk to me about your first sponsored player that you you sponsored. Who was it? Like, who was the first team that that Soul sponsored? So in 2014, when we started, we, my brother and I, we looked at each other. We're like, we've got a lot to figure out before we get other people involved. So we waited one year. So it was 2015. We waited a year from when we started and then we, we hosted a contest similar to what we saw from Konami USA Suites and mm -hmm. Kenko, how I got sponsored. I wanted to offer that for people as well. And also as a brand that had only existed for a year, really you you don't have a lot of uh exposure you also maybe just don't know there's a lot of people that haven't even tried your product at that point mm -hmm. and so we were more looking the contest is a great way to discover people but also you know give people an opportunity to you know go for it right so there were a few people ahead of time that we kind of like oh it'd be really cool if they enter the contest and mm -hmm. if they enter the contest and do well they're getting the spot Mm -hmm. um, and so we had, uh, from the contest, six, uh, players that got sponsored, three were pro and then three were flow team. Um, mm -hmm. so for the pros, we took Evan DeRuby, Will Scheibe and Cal Nasser. And okay. I don't uh, know any of those names now. Yeah. So they, they were definitely like Cal Nasser was definitely one of the, uh, OG, one of the more OG players who was really, really, he was pushing the boundary skill wise, like doing mm -hmm. a lot of really good tricks. And um, Evan and Will, they were both engineers. They're probably my age now, around like 23, 24, 25 when we sponsored them. Mm -hmm. And so they were like just getting out of college, starting their professional career. And like, so I think now they've fully seeked that, you know, mm -hmm. their engineering. But like at the time, just in between college and, and yeah. work, we're balancing it. It was incredible. Um, they were really talented photographers. Skill-wise, they were decent. They weren't like pushing the boundary, but like they could keep up. They were really fun, cool, gave Soul Konami's a little bit of maturity because they were older than I was. Mm -hmm. um, I was 18 when I started Soul, and so that's crazy, man. That you were guys, that young, uh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, if you want to talk about hustle, look at this guy. Like starting a company up when he's 18 years old. You, you're what? You just turned 25, 24. I just turned 25, yeah, 25. like uh, what eight days ago. So. Yeah, dude, yeah. That, like big props, man. If Thank I think you. probably like when I first heard of you, I was like, oh, this guy's got to be like late 20s, running this <laughs> business, him and his brother. But dude, this guy, he's gone out there 18 years old, Joe starts his own company. He's sponsoring some of the best canal players in the world and runs a competition. Like if, if you're like 16, 17, 18 years old and you're looking at you these can guys do it, being like, sure. yeah, dude, just go out there and do it. Yeah. Just get out there. Go design a kendama. Go make your I've own been, company. <laughs> I've been getting 25 for the past seven years. Basically, people will be like, <laughs> like, oh, how old are you? Like 24, 25? They're like 18. They're like, holy crap. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I would say it, at the like peak of, uh, so I was like a full-time student taking like anywhere from 15 to 18 hours. 
mm -hmm. uh, working 20 to 25 hours at a coffee shop and running Seoul. Also, uh, no, I, I had finished, I had finished Kenko at that time. So mm -hmm. I, I had three things kind of on my plate. That's crazy. Uh, which was crazy. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so, so that was the pro team, the flow team, uh, which you might, you'll have a familiar name here. We had uh, Wesley Carconin, Aaron okay. Mullins, and Lyndon Whalen. Lyndon. So can you believe Lyndon is the only player from those original six that is still, that's still today, still active in posting, attending events. So dude, flannel mods in the chat, <laughs> represent him. Come on. Is it, is it ironic that his mod is my, my current favorite Dom? I don't know. No, not at, all. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> I think that's it was awesome. meant to be, right? So cool. uh, and this is an even funnier note. Um, Lyndon was the only one of the six people we sponsored that I had not personally met before. Okay. Okay. So you had met, you knew all the other people personally before you sponsored yes. them. So then yeah. talk to me then about sponsoring Lyndon. And we got about like 17 minutes left. So okay. uh, we'll want to yeah, we'll try and get to some of the meat of this. On, on I'll, make this I'll, I'll make this quick. So that, yeah, since, since that contest, a few players have stepped away, seeking other things in their life. Totally cool. We support them in that. So then, you know, as people leave, we want to get more people. Kevin was the next to come in. He had left Yumu. He was very unhappy. They basically promised him a pro model and uh, made like really, really long list of accomplishments he'd have to do in order to get it after promising him he'd get it. So then I talked to him. I was like, hey, we'll make you pro right off the rip. I, we're going to make you a soul vibe like today and then a pro model down the road. He was super happy, joined our team. Since then, you know, we, we added Alex and Liam. We added... Mm -hmm um you got so you kelvin like, yeah, and jayman Jay, yes. so who's still so on the team right pro, now pro team right now we've got uh lyndon kevin liam alex mm -hmm. uh, and then on the flow team we have kelvin jackson carter mizuki ayumu and i believe that yeah i believe that's the the whole roster off the off is the uh, dama dama als i can't remember her name right now Allie, yeah so Allie, she is she, is she still playing is, with you guys no, she she in the same way, just kind of like uh, after after a while, started getting more interested in other cool. things, and so yeah, she kind of stepped away from Kendama, but yeah, fully support her in that. And again, I told her if you ever want a Dama, just hit me up, let me know. So yeah, uh, totally. Awesome. Yeah, and, and so so as far as like uh, as far as like the team and stuff, we're always we're always watching and seeing mm -hmm. who's posting, and uh, there's people always on the radar. I would mm -hmm. never say that a team is full or that a team, like, I wouldn't say if somebody leaves either that there's an open spot per se. It's, it's yeah, yeah. always, we're, we're just, just always watching. Right and, and that's the same case for every company. That's not unique to anybody. Like just because somebody leaves or gets kicked off doesn't mean there's an open spot. But yeah. at the same time, uh, if a team has like 12 people, it doesn't mean it's necessarily full. Like if yeah. you bring something unique to the table in any aspect of Kendama, like you have a, you have a shot mm -hmm. at getting sponsored and potentially mm -hmm. going pro one day. So, yeah. So, so let's talk yeah. about that. Let's, let's talk about some of that. And I know there's some, some loaded questions in the chat about a few individuals and maybe we'll touch on that at the end. Yeah. Uh, some guys that have definitely been repping the soul name recently. Oh yeah. Um, we'll we'll get to that on me, huh? a little bit at the end, uh, but we'll, won't pressure you to say nothing on them. Um, <laughs> talk to me a little bit about, uh, like what you look for specifically in someone that you want to sponsor, whether or not as like a flow sponsorship or pro, what, what are the different categories of sponsorship and, and what, what do you look for as a sole sponsor? Yeah. Yeah. I was there, there's definitely, there's definitely things that uh, every economic company looks, looks towards. And, and those things are, you know, like 
is this player posting regularly? Are they kind of like pushing the envelope of Kendama, whether that be difficulty or creativity or, or like, uh, like their film style? Is it really unique? Are they really good at editing and setting up shots? Um, you know, and as well, just like being active in, in the community. Are you attending events that you're able to? Mm -hmm. uh, and at those events, are you competing well? Those are kind of things that every company kind of looks at as a collective whole. So like, like what, what opportunities are they seeking to help grow Kanama mm -hmm. or grow their local community? And how active are they in doing that? Mm -hmm. That's kind of like a, every, every company and, and every like team manager and, and brand are looking at those things. Mm -hmm. yeah. so, so recap, a couple things for those of you in the chat. Yep. Uh, if you're looking to get sponsored, one, uh, be active in the community. Try and get out to the events if there's anything local to you. And if there isn't, would you say like, you, would you would you look at someone differently if they're like the type of person that takes the initiative to start a jam? Like, so, in so that's the thing. There's and there's several different aspects of a a, a sponsored player that go into that. You know, like you've got mm -hmm. some players who are in a remote area, and I understand that because I'm in a remote area. Well, Alex Mitchell might, like, isn't he yeah. out in, in the middle of nowhere? He is. Uh, he is in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> I've been. I've been there. I've been to his house. So for him. If he hosts a jam, he, he'll have like four people on it. Like that's the biggest possible jam he could probably have, you know. And so for him, you know, he's able to do a lot for us in other aspects. You know, mm -hmm. he's always posting tricks and edits now, and mm -hmm. he's attending events now that now that he's able to. He's old enough. So mm -hmm. if you can't host a jam, but that's not feasible, um, then you know, look at other other outlets for that. Mm -hmm. But if if you're in a bigger city or, you know, decently sized area, there's a, a solid amount of people, you know, that play Kanama, mm -hmm. host a jam like once a month and you don't have to have prizes. You don't have to, nothing formal, mm -hmm. just get together, hang out. Just mm -hmm. that sense of community is a very strong thing in Kanama. And mm -hmm. that's really going to help the longevity of, of Kanama and continuing mm -hmm. to grow in the, the way that it has. Yeah. So you're looking for someone active in the community. You're looking for someone that's, that's good skill. Like they got to be at least there's a you, you can be decent at skill yeah. if you're creative and, if you're, and really good at filming and, and yeah, sharing yeah, yeah. that. Yeah. If, if you have influence, right. So there's like, there's like, I don't know, you, when you look at like pro players or pro BMX riders or something like that, there's guys that are not the best BMX riders, but they're so influential and creative and they have this following. And that's also someone you would like look at and consider because yeah. they're a person that represents your brand really well. And people then obviously want to follow that person by their mod and stuff like that. So yeah. is, is that still like quite important for you as a soul brand? Or are you looking for just highly competitive? So, that's the thing for, for soul in particular. And this is something, you know, like we're always very particular with who we add to the team. And at the beginning, you know, you, you have, you start to develop a team dynamic and it always changes when you add a player or um, you know, when somebody leaves the, the dynamic always changes, but we're, we're at a, a point now where our team dynamic is at its best. Everyone gets along really well. We all have a similar mindset. We're motivating each other to do, uh, harder tricks, mm -hmm. get better practice for competitions, things like that, like giving each other advice on, on filming and, and stuff like that. So for us, we really value how well the team meshes together. And so for, for players who are on our radar, we're not only monitoring like how much they're posting or like what they're doing creatively or difficult difficulty wise or how mm -hmm. they even compete. We're looking at like, are they going to fit fit in well with the squad? Like, yeah, because that's so they important. Pose any problems or like, you know, you just have you to be have mindful the best of that. Play, yeah, 
you could have the best player in the world on your team, but if they detract from the who the team is, like that's gonna that's gonna ruin everything. So it doesn't matter if you're the best player in the world. That doesn't mean you should just be on that team. Uh, you got to fit in, and and Seoul's got a certain culture that you're trying to uphold, and and you want to look for people that fit that culture and are good. So you're looking for this like small like overlap of of culture, skill, creativity, and all these other things that somehow come together. And then you get guys like Alex Mitchell and Liam Router and you name it, like these guys that are just unreal, uh, but yeah. then also fit the soul vibe, right? Like they're the Which guys that Which is crazy, the, well. fact, the fact that they're as good as they are. And then like when we're in Japan and we're staying, uh, we're staying in, in Tokyo, right? And we're in close quarters and we're just up to like midnight, one, two in the morning, laughing our heads off, just having mm -hmm. a blast. Like we, so for example, like, Alex, Liam, and I last summer spent three weeks in Tokyo together, uh, together, never once had an argument, a disagreement, a fight, or anything. Dude, I don't how think anybody can argue with spend... him. He's too <laughs> nice. He's way too how nice. Rare... <laughs> the three of us, right? Like, that's a... But, like, how often can you spend three weeks with somebody and not even have, like, one kind of, you know, like... Yeah. Nobody was upset or anything. Yeah. So it's just like, man, if we could continue to have that just like awesome mm -hmm. connection uh amongst the whole team and you know you you add more people it gets difficult and you, you mm -hmm. sometimes you know you work through those problems and like uh but yeah we're we're definitely more mindful now just like how uh how important that is mm -hmm. the the team team dynamic is huge yeah mm -hmm. that's so. awesome well we got about eight minutes left here for those of you that are still sticking around in the chat if you got some questions we'll save a little bit of time at the end put those in the q a and i'll fire them at chat in a few minutes here um, but let's talk about the future of Seoul for a couple minutes yeah. here. Um, obviously, people are grinding to try and get sponsored by companies. And obviously, there are so many people using hashtags for Seoul Kendamas that, you know, like are, are promoting the product. And, and, you know, they're probably looking at trying to hopefully, you know, make it somewhere in the Kendama world. What are you looking at for the future of Seoul team? Are there people you're looking at if you want to talk about that? um what what does that look like are are there people on the horizon or are you are you kind of at a place like hey we got a couple conversations lined up and we might have some new people in the future what does that look like for you guys yeah so i'd say you know like collectively as a team we we're all we all have our radars are all on pretty much all the time yeah uh, we we can have a running joke you know like katie is always the one to be like, yo, we need to add this person. He's always scheming. He's like, okay, who, you know, who's doing this? Who's doing what, right? So, so if you um, want to get sponsored by Soul, you got to go through KD. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's definitely, that's a quick, uh, yeah, but then then at the end, you know, I've got the, the like, what, veto or whatever, right? I could say, right. like, but, uh, yeah, I think everyone on the team from, from time to time will bring someone up. We, we've got a, a team chat where we're all, the active daily and we you know we see some somebody we like we put it in the group we're like yo this person's crushing it mm -hmm. um and, and so right now there's definitely um two three four people on my radar people that um not only you know just like recently started repping soul but like ha have for a while and also share those same ideals that we have so mm -hmm. uh, there's definitely I, I could definitely see in um in the future, the, whether it's the end of this year, beginning of next year, like adding a couple more players that, that we've just been talking about. It's a conversation we're always having, you know, like what, what more, you know, yeah. who, who can we, who can we get involved? How can we help support that kind of thing? And just making those decisions that like a year, 
two years from now mm -hmm. really makes sense, you know? Mm -hmm. So two, yeah. two last quick questions for me, and then we'll go right yeah. to the chat questions. Um, one would be, uh, there's been a couple in the chat asking about two players in specific. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I, I, maybe you've seen them in the chat and I don't know if you want to comment on that, but I think people are talking Gino and Micah as, as two guys that are going hard. Do you have, do you have words you want to say about them? Uh, or do you want to just leave it hush? Uh, no, I, I, I think it's very obvious. Like both of them are crushing it. They're both repping us. They are 100% on our radar as far as like talking about like the team talking about like, okay, who's doing, who's doing what, right. We're always sharing their clips. And so, yeah, mm -hmm. they're very much on the radar. And so. they're killing it. Both of them, like unreal, like uh, Micah's series of faith uh, thing that he's got going with like, and, and he's got some influence Insane. there too, right? Unreal Insane. tricks. Some of the best tricks I've seen ever. It was Kin, 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 Jug, Kin, 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 Bird. I was like, yeah, Mike is gassing. Oh man, he's definitely pushing. He's one of those that just like he he cares like solely to yeah. push the difficulty. Yeah, like, and, and Gino's like... just posting a clip a day. Like he he like gets out, puts <laughs> on his GoPro, and he goes, it's like trip can, trip can, lighthouse, trip can, blah blah blah, penguin fast hand. It's like unreal. Yeah. Like he just gasses I'll on like, it. So they're I'll both occasionally unreal. hop in. Yeah, I'll occasionally hop in. Gino's been doing a lot of those like live can league and mm -hmm. like uh like the instagram kanama open i'll like hop in his randomly and he just like makes me laugh so much he's such he's, a like he's pretty funny guy yeah he's, he's a fun guy so, like, he's a fun yeah. guy i guess yeah. he's like one night, yeah, i don't know but um and then last yeah. question for me okay so what if if you're gonna sponsor someone how should they expect to hear from you do you send them a dm oh man that's cool you know obviously the the best the best scenario like we we had the honor of inviting carter justice to join the team in person at NAKO. Oh. And so it was just like cool. Like I had the whole team. We all came into the hotel room at the same time. Carter was with us and then got kind of quiet. I was like, uh, Carter, <laughs> uh, I would like to invite you to join the soul team. And he's like, wait, really? <laughs> like it was just this cool moment. Where we're all just hanging out. And like, so oh. ideally in person would be cool, you know, but like with COVID and it's hard to tell, you know, depending where someone lives. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, that'd be so sick. I ideally, you know, I've, I've also in the past, like when we added Kevin and we had the OG team, like I just dropped him in the soul team chat. Like, no. I, like I, we had the conversation with him, but the team didn't know. And oh, we don't awesome. do that anymore. We, we talked to everyone on the team now, but like it was early, early days where we didn't really have that dynamic down. So like mm -hmm. I just threw Kevin in. Kevin's like, what's up boys? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious. It was sick. That's awesome. Uh, man, yeah. hey, thank you so much. Uh, this is an unreal conversation. Let's just fire Absolutely. through a couple of these questions in the chat. I know so many yeah. people could ask so many more questions, but Instagram's going to kick us off in three minutes. So let's fire through a let's, few of these. Yeah, so, let's fire through them. I'm ready. Um, yeah. Why? Uh, Inward Lunar asks KD Mod restock, maybe Rosewood? Um, definitely doing a KD Mod restock. It will not be in Rosewood. Okay. That's right all on. I can say. That's all I can say. Absolutely. <laughs> why Bray asks? <laughs> when is chad going pro i i just i don't know man I, I own the company it's such a hard thing you can't like put that on yourself so i i don't know i i do want to make a mod though eventually so mm -hmm. i don't know i don't know what that would be what the title for the mod will be so yeah also just yeah. a heads up i guess I'm, I'm about to run out of data so i might get kicked off here in a moment oh, um, okay cool well, it's good time timing. Anyways. so that's yeah. good timing um I think there was another question and I can't seem to open it right now, but you can still hear me, right? Yep, still, I can still hear you. Okay, perfect. Kendama Mamba asks, what does it take for a pro player to lose their spot? Uh, like warning, stuff like that. 
Yeah, definitely the, those like long periods of inactivity. Okay. Um, but I think, you know, there's a couple things as far as like, you are a role model in the community. Mm -hmm. Morning. I'm back. Okay. So as a role model in the community, there's kind of like things you have to uphold as far as like, you're also not only representing the brand, but like just representing Kendama as a mm -hmm. whole. And so um, I, I think that I don't necessarily have like a three strike uh, thing in my head mm -hmm. but like if you mess up in 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 very severe ways multiple times there's definitely mm -hmm. like a hey we're gonna have to you know part mm -hmm. ways or, or something like that but it's mm -hmm. got to be a pretty extreme case other than that it's somebody like actively deciding like hey uh yeah. i just need to pursue something else in my life and you support them fully in that so yeah all right nothing Last minor nothing minor could get you kicked off though for real like that would be yeah 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 all right, 30 seconds left. Uh, last question from Bray Dama, and then I'll wrap us up here. Uh, he asks, Soul Canada, question mark. Bray knows me, and he knows that I do some distribution up here, and I know that we've uh, had some chats. Yeah, but, yeah. But we'll may maybe save that one for another day. Hey, Adam's your man. You know, if you're in Canada and wanting to Soul Dama, right here, cafe.kendama, baby. Send me a message. We can figure something out. Yeah, hey, Adam, guys. thank you so much for having me. Dude, thank you so much for being here. This is going to be on IGTV, so check it out afterwards. Cool. Thanks for tuning in, guys. You learned a lot about Kendama News and Culture, and you learned something about someone in the community that you didn't know before. And at the end of the day, I hope this inspires you to have a deeper conversation behind this silly game we play called Kendama. As always, I hope to see you next week, and stay caffeinated. Uh -huh.